Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Precisely Nowhere 2020. Oof, that was a year, right? That was like first wave COVID. Just wild to even think about 2020. Very different life. I think right now I was in New York in my apartment. COVID hadn't hit yet. There were some things going around. People were starting to get sick. And a month later, I was working permanently from home. And then that would be pretty much the rest of my working from home, um, which I do really enjoy working from home. Sometimes I miss going into the office because I met so many friends when I went into the office and worked in person. Like I've made so many friends that are friends for life because we bonded, sometimes trauma bonded at work, <laughs> but bonded nonetheless and got to do, like do things like go to happy hours, hang out after, hang out on the weekends. Like you just were around each other so many hours that at least in my experience, I got to know people outside of like who they were in a work setting and get to know them personally. And that was really nice because I made friends and some friends I haven't talked to in a while, but I still, you know, keep in touch with them on social media and I'm seeing what's happening in their lives. And that's really nice. So, you know, friendships as an adult, like they go through ebbs and flows. But as we round out February, I wanted to talk about finding your people in adulthood and adult friendships, maintaining them as we grow, because we are all constantly going through change, whether we realize it or not. We're going through change. Some of us are on a path of trying to like better ourselves and grow. And sometimes when we're on that path, not everyone takes that journey with us. And that's like a bummer to think about, but just the realities of life sometimes that not everyone also wants to grow or go on that journey with you. And it doesn't mean that you shouldn't go on the journey. Like you should definitely go on the journey because it's bettering. You're trying to better yourself. I've been there and I've been lucky enough to have friends that have gone on the journey with me. And those are my friends that are like my lifelong friends and my close friends. But I've also have had friends that I've lost along the way because I was trying to grow and they were not in a state of growing. And I was young and didn't have all of the tools to properly communicate definitely didn't have all of the tools to properly communicate and like give people some grace and patience sometimes. But at the end of the day, friendships are nuanced and they can be hard. They can also be easy. And there's so many different types of friendships. I was doing some research and found too many types of friendships. So wanted to simplify it with the four types that I found, which were acquaintances, casual friends, close friends, and lifelong friends. So most of us are probably familiar with the difference between all four of them. For me, acquaintances are like people, people I've met through like mutual friends that I probably mostly only see in settings where it's a large group and they don't know much about me. I don't know much about them, but we're acquainted with one another, familiar with each other, not on a deep level, on a surface level, mostly casual friends. I would say are people that know me on a deeper level, but I don't keep in touch with as often but there are people that I also like when it's their birthday I'm hitting them up and if I'm doing certain things we'll like be inviting them you know like the people that I like to spend time with 
but I don't spend as much time with. And we both know each other. Like, no, it's not service level in terms of our friendship. And that could also be for me, like I've met a ton of people through kickball when I played and that was really fun. Like hung out with them there, hung out with them after. We would do like kickball parties, but also I'd invite them to like my birthday. They'd invite me to their birthday. So that type of casual friends and then close friends. For me, those are people that I talk to and I've just spent more time with like over the years and like genuinely just, you know, they're they're in my circle of people. And whether I see them frequently isn't really as much for me like a determining factor. It's more the fact that just the level in which our friendship is like I've confided in them. They've confided in me. We've been we've gone through life together and lots of different experiences and growth and continue to still stay friends. So those are like my close friends and lifelong friends are people that have been through it with me, like thick and thin, ups and downs, good and bad days. I know that I can go to for like anything. And for me personally, like close friends and lifelong friends, I feel like they kind of overlap. I guess the only difference would be is maintaining a lifelong friendship. And those people that I know, like you're going to be in my life forever. And I would like to think that in terms of lifelong friends, I am trying to focus on friendships like that as well, because I want to have friendships that last a long time and people that have known me through all my stages of life. It can be easier said than done maintaining those friendships, but it's definitely doable with some like friendship maintenance. And that goes both ways. I can find myself sometimes like not being the best at keeping in touch with people. So I am trying to work on that. But I just think it's so interesting adult friendships because you think like we're adults now and we're all like stable enough to like maintain friendships and like keep our toxicity to ourselves in a sense or just not project that onto our friends. But the reality is, is that's just not the reality sometimes. So as we're adults, we also have a choice of who we are friends with. And it sounds harsh, but I think it's so important to talk about because Sometimes we have people in our lives that have been in our lives for years because they just have been our friend for years, but they're not really adding value to our lives in the way of they're not really supporting our growth and supporting us when we're going through those hard times or trying something new. And I think it's in those moments that you really see who your real friends are and who the people are that are going to stand by you no matter what like hits you in life and knowing who those people are is important because we all deserve to have people in our lives that are giving as much into a relationship as we are that's my opinion maybe it's a hot take but it can be daunting making new friends and that's something I'm experiencing as I'm in a new city and outside of my comfort zone, not in New York anymore, where like I had my friends and my little tribe and that was nice. And I knew who I was hanging out with on the weekends or whose birthdays I was going to and everything was just normal. And then I met friends along the way as well. And that was really nice too. But now that I am in California and having to make the effort myself, really, it's different. But I'm embracing it and trying to be open to new friendships and relationships. 
I listened to Jay Shetty's podcast and he had an episode with Michelle Obama and she spoke about how you have to stay open to new relationships and it can be easy to be closed off, especially in her life because she was the first lady and her husband was the president. But how she, in her reflecting, she was glad that she stayed open and made friend like friendships, new relationships while she was first lady and afterwards as well. And it made me think about how it can be so easy to be like closed off and deprioritize making new friends. It just can be scary to let people in. Let's be real. To let people in to what our lives are and let your guard down. And why do we have to do this still as adults is the real question. But at the end of the day, we have to do this sometimes because life changes and it's not, not not everything is always going to be the same. Like I wouldn't necessarily maybe have to be as open if I lived in New York still. But as I'm growing, I am trying to be open to new relationships because in order for me to have a really fulfilled life here in California, I am realizing that I need to make the efforts to start to plant roots here and find my people outside of my family because I love my family and I have lots of friends through my family. My family members are my friends. But on a personal level of having some people to go to dinner with or hang out with in different capacities and both of us encourage each other's growth in different ways, I think I could value from that and value from meeting new people. So I am trying to make friends in 2024 and putting in the effort even when I get lazy or want to make excuses because at the end of the day, if I don't try and I don't stay open, I'm definitely not going to make new friends. I mean, I can't expect people to just drop on my doorstep and be like, I want to be your friend. So (laughs) the reality of it is that if I want it to happen, I need to make it happen. So that is something that I've been noodling with recently. And also in talking to like Marco and people, I have been hearing about people being conflicted with their friends, not being totally okay with what, how the dynamic of the, uh, of certain friendships and on that note, I think that some it's okay to let people go. It's just, it's it's definitely hard and it's easier said than done, but it's part of each of our growth journeys. There's going to be people in our life that don't grow with us and it's going to be up to us and if we let those people continue to take energy from us and not give any energy back and I'm not saying that each friendship should be okay, I give you energy, you give it back to me. But I also think that healthy friendships do have a balance of that give and take, that it's a two-way street, that we're friends. And there's going to be times when one friend, and I've experienced this, maybe isn't being the best friend and is caught in their own little world. But being able to have real conversations with friends is, in my opinion, how you can know if someone's going to be one of those lifelong friends or someone that maybe is in your life for a season. 
It's still a reason, as they say. So as I'm making new friends, I wanted to share some tips on how I'm doing that and how I've also strengthened the relationships with my friends over the years because I've had lots of relationship up and downs when it comes to friendships. But what I've learned over the years is that quality lifelong friendships, they take work and they take compromise from both parties. So how I'm making new friends and how I've strengthened relationships over the years, being open to new people, truly being open to new people that you meet. I met one of my, she's now one of my best friends. I met her at my friend's birthday. We clicked, we hit it off. The rest is history. I was like, I like you, you like me, let's be friends. And we have both continued to make an effort in our friendship for years now. And it's awesome because uh, it, had I not been open to making a new friend that day, I would have just met a cool person, seen her occasionally through my best friend, and then let like that would be it. But I leaned in and was like, she's a cool person. I want to be her friend. She felt the same way. And now we are great friends and I love her. And she loves me and that's awesome you know when you meet someone and you really vibe with them and then you both put effort into maintaining a friendship like that sometimes it's that easy it's just leaning in and not overthinking it so that is one one way setting boundaries and this goes for any relationship but friendships especially so for me i know that my best friends my best friendships are those that are like understanding and they know me deep down And it's important that they know me deep down because they know where my intentions come from. Or if I like fall off the radar for some reason, they are not quick to judge me, but are understanding. And that is important part of for my friendships, because I want friendships at this point in my life where they understand me, they have give me grace and the same goes back to them. We're all going through life changes on a day-to-day basis, and that sometimes impacts our friendships, but what's most important is to have boundaries in place to help you navigate these changes and to have friends that respect your boundaries, because if you have friends that don't respect your boundaries, well, that may cause tension in your friendship, and I don't have as much, honestly, of that in my friendships because... I, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't. Maybe because I'm not friends with people that don't respect my boundaries. They're they're not my good friends. But having boundaries is super important. So that way you both feel respected in the friendship. And your friends knowing your boundaries is also important for maintaining healthy friendships. And if someone can't respect your boundaries at the end of the day, maybe they're not. Maybe they're not for you. And that is harsh, but it's true. It shouldn't be that hard to keep a friendship in terms of respecting each other. Everyone goes through things. Give your friends grace. That is super important. But there's a level of, okay, I've given you a lot of grace and now I need to also be respected. We all need to be mindful of each other's boundaries. The next one is accepting our friends for who they are. We can't change people. And if we're unhappy with the friendship, it's a choice we have to make as individuals. I've had to make that choice. Yeah, it's just the reality is you can't change people. And if 
being friends with them is causing more like negativity or chaos in your life, then maybe it's they're not your cup of tea. And that might be unfortunate because at some point you may have thought this person's super cool and they may still be really cool, but maybe they're just not the friend for you or you're not the friend for them. And we have to be open, open our eyes and be able to acknowledge that because I feel like sometimes I've been there where I've just let friendships go on for too long and I'm like, this is not serving me in a way that I think as me being a great friend, it should. And that's not me trying to be selfish. It's just me trying to protect my mental health also and my energy because I only have so much of it to give. And if it's being so much of it's taken from one specific friendship or certain specific friendships, then I got to like come correct and refocus my energy. So I lost some friends after moving to New York when I was 17, not immediately, but eventually because looking back there wasn't a mutual acceptance for like what we had going on in our lives i remember like trying to work with my dad and you know one of my friends just very focused on what she had going on and needing more support from me but i needed to be doing the things that i was doing as well and felt like i was lending support but the support i was giving wasn't enough so that's where boundaries come in and respect both ways of what people have going on and for me I remember feeling like who am I in this relationship like I have this stuff going on and it feels like you're not hearing me and I can't just drop everything for you and especially if I feel, I'm just feeling not heard you know it just especially if I felt at the time like I had been there for her and I was young so did I handle the fallout of our friendship the best that I could have? No. And could I have given her more grace? Probably. But that's where like age and living and learning really comes in. I learned from that friendship and I had regret for many years of losing that friend and a, and a few other friends. But I had to just come to terms that I was young and I was doing my best. And looking back, would I have done things differently? Yes, but I can't go back in time. So all I can do is use it as a learning lesson moving forward and we still keep in touch and really just our friends on like Facebook and it's lovely to see all the things going on in her life and I wish her and and some of my friends that I've lost touch with that were like my best friends I wish them all the best and no harm and it sucks like looking back and being like if I would have just maybe given everyone a little bit more grace I would still have friends that I've was friends with since like middle school but honestly I was doing my best and my life was I was just I was going through a lot and doing and navigating it to my best ability having moved to New York at 17 and then my freshman year was rough I that summer I needed to be near family and get some money so that I could go back to New York with some money and I was a little bit in my bubble but in a state where I needed people around me that could be understanding and could also like make an effort for me if I couldn't make the effort because you're some of us you know we get in state there's stages in our life where we're just like you're hanging you feel like you're hanging on by a thread and you're like I just I can't so it can be hard to navigate those situations 
And in reality, just know that I didn't have all of the tools. Like I was young and being 30 now, I know that I have tools, but I'm still growing myself. And what I've learned from that is that I need to accept my friends. And if the friendship's important to me, make the efforts to maintain that friendship and be a good friend to them within reason of making sure like my boundaries are also being respected. And that vulnerability is a way that I've maintained my friendship's since then as well it's a two-way street being vulnerable with our friends and i think it helps build trust i I know it helps build trust and i can find it hard sometimes to be vulnerable but what i've realized the older i get is that it builds a strong and great friendship and it letting people in and them really knowing you it helps in those moments when you are like struggling or suffering or like having those dark days because they know you but it's on us to let people in it really is on us like we have to let people in and I haven't always been the best at letting people in I was definitely not great at letting people in in my early 20s and in college I I did my best but I was just figuring it out and going through lots of change and that's not an excuse but it's just my reality of being so far away from home 3,000 miles away from home Honestly, I was surviving. <laughs> loving, I was loving New York City, but I was trying to get good grades in school, do internships. I was studying abroad. I was doing so many new things I'd never done in my life before that maintaining my friendships and relationships didn't always, wasn't always my top priority. And I learned, I've learned the repercussions of that now, but you know, since then have made great friends that I still have. So not trying to throw a pity party for myself. I'm just trying to be transparent in that I have gone through like friendships that I've lost that I really did value at different parts of my life because I haven't been the greatest, but I am a great friend and I am learning from those experiences. Um, Wellness checks is the next one. I love a good wellness check disguise sometimes because people get afraid with wellness checks. So just to, hey, I want to catch up with you. It's been a while to check in is what a wellness check in for me is usually like, especially being long, long distance with my friends right now. Most of my best friends are in New York uh, just because text or voice message setting up time to do a FaceTime has really helped with friendships when you're not in the same place with them. Like, uh, yeah. And even if you are in the same place, but haven't have been so like caught up in your own little world or vice versa, highly recommend it. And especially if you see them going down a questionable path. And I don't think we should ever judge our friends for whatever paths they take. But doing a wellness check is so important. Like we have to normalize, in my opinion, speaking up for the greater good and i think being a great friend doesn't mean watching your friends spiral into like toxic behavior or toxic relationship and i've had experience with this too and it's uncomfortable like being willing to have those uncomfortable conversations they're not fun but at the end of the day if the tables were turned would you want your friend to have that conversation with you and help steer you back on like a healthy path i definitely would which is why i'm a huge advocate for telling our friends when they're going down unquestionable paths at the end of the day we can't 
change the decisions that they make we have a choice on maintaining like being their friend still and i've definitely like stuck by my friends but also trying to like have real conversations with them so that they feel safe to share their feelings and you you're trying is the key word you're just trying to be there for them and make sure that they know that no judgment i think it's so important just so important because i just can't be a bystander you know so it's easier said than done but I love a wellness check. I think we should all do them with our friends. And I feel like women especially, men men stay in relationships for way too long sometimes that I feel like women stay in relationships that aren't serving them. And we see our friends in these relationships. And I think we all need to be more open to friends like looking out for us because it's really, it's really just for you wanting the best for a person, usually in my opinion, not for any sort of malicious reason so maybe it's a hot take but i feel like men do it like men will be like that girl is a lot or like are you happy i feel like men do it like nonchalant and i just like want to normalize the women doing it too and like all people doing it because we all deserve to be happy and we all get stuck in in relationships or friendships that are like toxic i've been there so i'm not saying that i'm like perfect but normalizing that growth so this one's a biggie and it is really about asking yourself like are they helping you grow as a person or holding you back really think about that one like are they helping you grow as a person are you trying to grow and then and are they supportive of that or are they holding you back and making you question yourself and questioning why you're trying to grow or putting down an idea about something that you like want to try as long as it's good hopefully something positive in your life but friends in my opinion shouldn't hold other friends back so i think you know you got a real one there if you have a friend that's helping you grow as a person and not holding you back and if they are holding you back like check them like hey i feel like you're not being supportive of my growth and i want a friend that supports my growth like, can you be that friend because you value their friendship and you don't want to just like cut them off, you know, give them a chance to hear you and respond because if they don't know that you're feeling a certain way, it's going to be hard for them to correct anything, their behavior potentially, and, you know, help build that friendship since it's a two-way street. Asking yourself also, is the friendship something that brings good energy into your life? And I'm not saying all friendships are going to be perfect and bring you lots of good energy, but I do think that friendships should bring, I guess I am saying that I think friendships should bring good energy into your life. You should have good energy in your life regardless, but do you want to be friends with someone that just brings negative energy into your life is the real question. Personally, I don't because I, I, I want someone that is adding to my energy, not taking away. And there's going to be times when people are like going through things that their energy might not be good but the fact that like what is the norm you know what is the norm of like your friendship is what really to focus on and protecting your energy this goes for any relationship in your life but friendships as well like being able to protect your energy and this kind of goes back to boundaries like do you have to keep protecting your energy when you're friends with this person or is it a friendship that you're giving energy into they're giving you energy back 
you're not having to like walk on eggshells with them or protect your energy because they're like demanding so much of you so and when we're giving our energy to things unconsciously sometimes what happens is we have less energy for ourselves and less energy sometimes to even focus on our growth so that is why it's so important to be able to know how you're giving your energy and and protect it because if your friend isn't respectful of you how you want to give your energy if you guys can't come to like a mutual understanding then maybe maybe you're not meant to be friends maybe you're acquaintances maybe you're casual friends maybe the layer of your friendship needs to be adjusted and maybe that sounds harsh but i just think it's important to talk about because i find so often that there's relationships in our lives that we have because we've had them for so many years but they're like not actually adding value to our lives and we have one life to live so really choosing who you want in your life i think that's a choice we can only make for ourselves and i don't think it's selfish to want people in your life that are bringing value to it and vice versa so that is my my thoughts and hot take on friendship. I hope you can relate. And this isn't coming across as preachy because it's not my intention. I just think it's so important to talk about. And I don't talk about it that much unless there's something like going wrong in a friendship. So I also just want to talk about like the beauty of having friends in our lives that are like respectful of our boundaries of us growing want to do those wellness check-ins with us want to like level up with us and finding those people like it is totally possible in our lives but it starts with being open to new friends and open to new people so that is my goal for 2024 is to stay open to new friendships and i'm super excited because i'm going to on a double date with a potential new friend in like a week should be fun met her at marco's holiday work party and she actually went to nyu for law school so we didn't go to nyu at the same time but she's like lived in new york she now lives over here we just like hit it off and marco and her fiance really vibe and they work together so i'm like wow you know being open to like having conversations with strangers and like letting like telling them about yourself if I had not been open to that and just like kind of kept to myself or Marco I wouldn't have probably we would not be going on a double date so I'm super excited for 2024 and I hope everyone that's listening is vibing with this episode because I think it's interesting to talk about adult friendships you know that's just my two thoughts but want to share a couple tv show recs things I've been watching Masters of Air on Apple TV. It's a World War II drama. Highly recommend Austin Butler. And I'm blanking on the other guy's name, but he was from Saltburn. Um, super good. And I can't remember if I've already recommended it. So apologies if I have, but it is really great. Comes out on Fridays weekly. So if you're someone who likes to binge watch things, you're going to probably need to wait a few more weeks before you can binge watch a ton of episodes. But there's already like seven episodes out. Really great. If you're a history buff, like a period piece or like action and drama, 
this is for you and sort of on max hbo max i think it's on youtube tv and prime as well but it's a comedy one of my favorite shows that i've watched in the last month probably in the last like six months actually it's a comedy follows a gender fluid millennial and they're straddling with like various identities exposing these identities to you know family friends and they're they are also pakistani so and it's set in canada really great show it really deals with gender and also culture and friendship and marriage there's there's a ton going on and it, it it'll make you laugh it'll make you think it'll yeah it'll make you feel a lot of things and the soundtrack the music in it is really great like i shazam a lot of the songs it's a vibe check it out sort of is the name of the show rupaul's drag race all stars season eight on paramount plus i just finished it it is everything i love rupaul's drag race like all of them but this all-star season was amazing because there's there was people from you know all 15 seasons of the regular rupaul's drag race and it was really great i just love rupaul's drag race it's like the best thing such good vibes and fashion sass so much talent there too and lots of intimate moments as well so yeah it's my jam one of my favorite shows check out all-star season eight if you've never watched it highly recommend going back to earlier all-star seasons as well um and that's on paramount plus so just some content to keep you busy when you're not listening to this podcast I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you all have a wonderful week whenever you're listening to this. Thank you so much for listening. This is, you know, this is February. It's a wrap. What a huge month. One year of the podcast. One year of you awesome listeners listening. And if you're new, welcome. It's going to be a great year. We're all going to have a great year, really. I love you all. Music and editing done by Marco. You can find him at midnight, M-I-D-N-I-T-E underscore mind eight zero on Instagram for more of his work.